Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for all things Kings of War. as they delve into the world of Mantica and bring you in-depth coverage of all things Kings of War. Welcome to Countercharge. This is Steve Hildry. So, back in December, uh, we attended UK Masters and we released the first day of recordings, but for various reasons, we did a bunch of recordings on day two that we never released. So, uh, as a New Year's treat for you all, dubious treat at best but there you go um here's the recordings we did on day two of the masters including a really good sit-down chat i had with matt james of rules committee fame where we talked about uh not only his gameplay but everything to do with being in the rules committee to do with version three and what it's like to be in the rules committee going through kind of a massive uh piece of work like that so uh, with all that said sit back and enjoy All right, so uh, day two. Welcome back, everyone. It's still freezing. I've got a radiator now. I'm I'm sitting on a radiator. It's very warm. I'm going to come and share my radiator. I didn't even feel the cold. (laughs) (laughs) So we've just finished game four. Game four. So you guys are number three and four in the in the table at the end of uh, round three. So three and fourth is how we say it. Elliot Morris and uh, Paul Fox. Mm -hmm. So Paul. First of all, welcome back to Kings of War. Thank you. It's, yeah. it's nice to see. I've never met you before, but I understand oh, that it's nice to see you back. Everyone else seems very pleased. Oh. So, what was behind the retirement? Because you, you did enough to qualify for Masters at the beginning of the year, and then you like threw the hat in. It wasn't yeah. you ran out of cotton wool to make your army out of. <laughs> it's just or, a thing I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's difficult. I got you know three kids and a wife, and I used to play a lot of tennis. And right. I was always away at weekends, and the wife was really sick, and I said, "Oh, give up tennis." And then I picked up this, and now I started going away weekends. And right, said, right. Yeah, See, it's a pretty good balance the family and the hobby a bit, haven't you? Yeah, really? that's right. Yeah, so I stopped playing, and I was around all summer. And at the end of the summer, she said, well, why don't you take our Kings of War again? Fed up with me being around all the time. <laughs> so she's sitting there looking bored, you know, uh, lonely. I guess, right, you know, you could have spent that time painting an army. You know, no, or... I don't. I do do painting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very impressed with your well of souls, which is literally a cone of paper. Is it Thank paper? You. That's it's got, right. Got cotton wool in it. It's got, got cotton wool in it. That's being sucked into the well. Into the well of souls. Yeah. It's beautiful. Genius. Yeah. I'm glad we don't have hobby awards in there. The <laughs> <laughs> Blue piece of hobby awards. Blue piece of hobby yeah. awards. So you guys are three and four. So it was, I thought it was very thematic to have it. So, you know, Basilea versus what? the Abyss. Yeah. 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 Very good on top. So um, we had pushed three tokens. Yep. Yep. So uh, talk us through how how did so Paul tell us about your deployments. How did you deploy? Well, I wanted to keep my larvae horde on one flank to try and sneak. And Elliot deployed on one flank, so I put that on the other flank to make sure I got those six points there. Yeah. And I thought I could grind out a fight for the the the, the winning token sort mm. of thing. Yeah. Didn't quite work out. I got the six points for the getting the lava up. Because yeah. they're shambling, I thought, if I put it in front of your army, you're going to stop me before I get to the half. Yeah. I could easily lose it in the grind. So I was quite happy with that. And I thought I was going to go all in, sacrifice my army, killing Elliot's wife, killing some of Elliot's army. Yeah. And then sneak that. That was the plan. It was the plan. It worked last night. <laughs> Today. In your head. Yeah. And you kind of, you... Um, I went all in. You went all in, you pushed ahead. It was all hindered charges because you positioned quite well earlier. Yeah, yeah but I'm thinking trees. 20 attacks hitting on fours. See, I was going to put the Susu in against that um, yeah. regiment as well. But with Julius there, I had to negate... If I fail, yeah. get in, and it just did. It all went wrong. Basically. It didn't. So you're blaming the dice? Is that what you're saying? It's not your strategy. No, I'm blaming me. <laughs> you're taking full responsibility. I'm too optimistic all the time. Optimistic all the time. So, from your point of view, how are you? What was your plan? Um, don't go anywhere near the lava. Yeah, because I saw that. Yeah, he had a lot more little things that even the flank of regiment will take out a low high. So I, I couldn't go for the big unit. So I had to fight for the middle. Um, but I think the difference is I, I also had my hard pointing at it. But it was actually a lot closer than it looked because if you could have any point blocked at my heart, I wouldn't have got over the line. Yeah, yeah. So yeah it and it pointed out if I'd have put Pazuso into the horde and but stopped the horde coming across my size, yeah. I might have actually won it by default. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty you, there was one point because you got the, the uh, twisted victims behind his army. Yeah. And yeah, I made a I massive mistake there because I could have easily avoided that. Yeah, well, I could have. I pulled them back to cover that and then didn't just go. And to turn them, them. to yeah. cover the whole thing. So. You got to say at that point you had to literally turn your whole horde around, yeah. which you never want to be doing. In, no. in, in, yeah. 
but then you manage to pull it back because you've got frankly loads of yeah, below flying around yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just turn to front and the, 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 the twisted victims aren't going to take no. anything out of not with all that nerve and that no nerve, that's but, right and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a really tricky one for you here because when you get bunched up like that you, you're not going to knock your flanks away no, um, no. no. and I, I just have enough units that I can throw at you first for the regiments and then mob round and fly yeah. and, and yeah. to be fair Elliot's been hammering Kings of War super hard this year I, 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 I rarely see you not online yeah in, online in, uh, <laughs> Universal Battle yeah but I've not been playing second edition and I've certainly not been playing online no, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, not anymore. No, 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 I've been no, kicked to touch. Yeah. But I've just seen the sheet come in from uh, Tom's battle, so I think... Oh, yeah. How did that go? Yeah. It didn't go well for Dan. I oh. think Dan was sitting down for most of the game. Has Tom already now won the game from Solomon? Yes. Yeah. So if, if he loses, if he gets a 20-0 to Elliot, does he still win UK uh, Masters? Yeah, because I've drawn. 25-5. Ten minutes, isn't it? It's possible. So it is possible yeah, for Elliot to be UK all Master. All I have to do is table Tom, lose nothing, score all of the objectives... Yeah. Simple. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Kill, kill five dragons, eight zombie regiments, or whatever it is. <laughs> five zombie regiments. Five and a and a wraith regiment. Easy, mate. What? With your eight units. With my eight units. <laughs> nine. I've got a priest. Oh, nine units. got the priest, yeah. It makes you feel any better. Um, I doesn't. don't think anybody would be able to get up to second. Really? Even if I lose? Sorry? Even if I lose? So it's not a massive loss. Yeah. <laughs> There's still a lot to play for. Let's keep the tension up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try and keep some form of yeah. tension going. Since, uh, since Nick Williams did a claim on live on YouTube that Tom was not going to be UK Master this year. I told you. I, I told you. Yes. From the I, I was wrong. It's so wrong. deceptive. It's yeah, a very, very good list. Oh, he's going to be so smug. Oh, yeah. Isn't yeah. he? Can I just point out that I killed nothing against him? Yeah. I scored zero kill points. You are the only one, Dan. As well, scored nothing. Not Dan it. also Stop. scored nothing. Oh, oh he dear. killed nothing. He scored nothing. Oh. And he got wiped. And he got tabled. <laughs> Ouch. Well, that is very painful. I never played Tom. Never want to play Tom. You know, I, I never I, want, I don't want to. Uh, probably once every week. He's the only member of Northern Kings I haven't beaten. Yeah. So. No, he already he knows he's gunning for me so hard. It's not even funny. <laughs> All right, cheers, boys. Anyway, uh, good luck, Elliot, in the next match. And for your rester's place. I'm I'm trying to rescue the situation next game. Get that middle middle point, middle point is what you're going for. All right, right, I'm here with uh, Nick Davies. Hi, Nick. Hi, how's it going? I'm very good, thank you very much. The only Welsh man in the building. I'm proud of it. <laughs> yeah, we've got the, the first uh, Masters we've had, both Scotland and Wales, in the room. Fantastic. He's on from Northern Ireland. We can actually represent the UK <laughs> while we've still got a United Kingdom, which is not probably much longer. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> so how's it been so far? We just finished game four. Um, pretty frustrating. Yeah. It's a different world up here to normal tournaments, normal regional tournaments. It's, it's quite hardcore armies. Yeah. And people have, because it's the end of version two, people have bought netlists. I don't think I've done that. I haven't brought a, a completely min-maxed army. I've brought an army that I've used quite a lot over the last six months and that I sort of know how to how yeah. to use and how to throw around, but it's not really competing with the, the filth that the I'm filth finding that you're finding. <laughs> so you bought Varango, right? Yeah. Do you want to quickly, briefly give us your list in um, summary? Oh, hell. So it's very fast. I think the slowest... I've got a, a troop of warband, which is speed five. Other than that, everything is speed seven plus. Yeah. So I've got Horse Raiders, Mounted Sons of Corgan, uh, one unit Fallen, two Tundra Wolves, uh, a Devourer, a Frost Giant, and a King on a Chimera. So it's all very fast. Oh, and Magnilda, of course. Yeah, that was the, the in, indestructible Devourer from yesterday. That it's, <laughs> He had a couple of good games yesterday. I think my MVP's been Maggie so far, though. Yeah, Magnilda's she's been amazing. Brilliant. Uh, Did she make it into third edition, Magnilda? Yeah, yeah, completely good. unchanged as well, which is nice. That's good. And she's got that brilliant ability where she can suddenly fly. Yes. Although she's still more expensive than Ector, which I'm very, I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, defense six. Yeah, not good. So you've just um, you've just fought off against Andy Marshall's Abyssals. Is Abyssals or Night, Night Stalkers? Stalkers? Oh, this is all of the flying Night Stalkers, right? Yeah, and it was just a, just a little bit too fast for me to catch. Um, although we've we've boiled the game down to. Well, it not being a turn seven and my dragon not slaughtering uh, a troop of hounds yeah. in turn two, which it should have done, which meant it got to everything a turn late. The problem with dragons is that 
when they bounce, it's a, they're completely useless because they're suddenly stuck there. Yeah, very devastating. Well, you'd have thought threes with elite and twos with vicious would cause more than two wounds. <laughs> yeah. or, sorry, four wounds. That's dice for you. But I managed to get four hits with him, which is pretty upsetting. I think Andy's not had a he's not had the best tournament. He's had a kind of ups and downs with this I army. He's struggled. I think he's had three losses so far. I've had two losses and a draw, but then he won this and I've just lost it. So that, uh, that actually puts him two points ahead of me. So going into game five, we're 15th and 16th. I think we're going to be playing each other again. We play each other again. I think so. They might mix up the table. Um, so With any luck, I don't particularly fancy playing this first again. I suppose, you know, what we were saying yesterday is that because you live over in Swansea, or you, no, you're not. I live in Bristol. I'm you live from in Bristol, Swansea. from Swansea, but there's yeah. not that much. You haven't been playing, sorry, the level of players that you would, you've kind of met here. So some of that experience is some of the, the stuff that kind of. Um, is that right? Wrong, I mean, I, right, I play a lot of good players down in Bristol a lot of the time. And oh, when Max, I go home, Matt James, he's terrible. So, <laughs> well, George Kirk as well. Yeah, yeah, well, George Kirk. He was my one hope for this tournament. He fluffed it game one, so he's, oh, he, he's I, in the bin as far as I'm concerned. Oh god, damn. <laughs> that's savage. Um, yeah, Matt's a good player, I think. Uh, George is a very good player. Who else have we got in Bristol? Uh, Dangerous Dave Musgrave is very good. Dangerous actually. Dave, yeah. A little bit underrated, I think. Um, and we've got some up and comers as well. Yeah. Showing good potential. So, as a first Masters experience, the fact that you haven't done quite as well as you'd hoped, has that disappointed you or are you okay oh, no, with it? You, you know what? I came in spe- expecting, and people in Bristol will testify to this, I expected a hard 16th. <laughs> uh, I knew what I was up against. Um, I thought maybe uh, 13th, 14th, maybe. Yeah. Depends who else, uh, who else I'm playing against. But I just. Yeah. I, I've played four, I think, pretty hard counters to my army. Like, it's either the first two games I played were against Trident Rams, which oh. nerfed me across the boards. Yep. Because you hit on fours, don't you, quite often? I'd be hitting on fours and fives. Yeah. Half my army hits on fours, so that goes to fives. And yeah. the, the one shot units that should hit on threes are now hitting on fours and not killing what they need to kill. And with Dunvaranga, so, what you need is to punch, kill, and then turn immediately. Yeah, right? I need to one shot stuff, which yeah. is normally what this army does. But against two Trident Rams, that didn't happen. And then. Paul Fox in game three with an army full of tortured souls, which are all faster than me. Yeah. And then Andy Marshall full of phantoms that are all faster than me. I'd yeah. love to play something that I actually outrange. And nothing was great. This I was just talking to Paul about his uh, <coughs> his hobby prowess. And your I mean your <laughs> army is just gorgeous. I mean, this is really really beautiful stuff. He's um Thank to you. describe you this it's Vanguard army. So he's it's a chaos army. Are they like GW chaos models, right? A lot of them are, yeah. There's some, like, there's some Avatars of War models in there. Yeah. There's some Forge World models in there. Even some old Mordheim models. And this is gorgeous. This Frost Giant model. Oh, that's, my old, uh, that's an old Albion Giant. Really um, heavy. Full metal. It's a metal model, and yeah, it's got a great big block of slate on the base as well. Yeah, which helps as well. Wrapping the Welsh slate. But, um, so it's, it's all painted with this kind of milky white armour. It's this really yeah. gorgeous kind of... It kind of almost looks like a alabaster armour they were wearing <laughs> across from essentially an army of cotton wool and paper which is you just kind of think how disgraceful but then he did well, just say <laughs> you know what I, I quite like Paul Fox's army because there was I mean I'm not sure what the I've never actually seen the Tortoise Souls models um, but they look quite cool with little googly eyes on <laughs> yeah, I think his look great. They actually remind me of the uh, the aliens from Charlie in the Great Glass Elevator. Very much like and his, that. His larvae, his larvae make me laugh. His larvae is string. It's just a pile of string, painted red <laughs> and varnished, which looks like exactly what it, it looks like a bowl of spaghetti. It, even look it, like it looks like what it should do, in my opinion. I like he's it. such a nice guy. I kind of can't begrudge him. No, the, no, no. He's he's too nice a guy. You can't begrudge him anything. He's lovely. He's lovely. Anyway, well. um it's been really nice to meet you actually I really hope I, I come down to Bristol sometimes maybe we can uh, hook up for a game or something that sounds good to me and we'll see you at Twitter sometime okay well, thanks very much Whoa. so I'm here with Mr Matt James we're the return of Matt James we are huddling over a radiator yeah yeah cuddled up getting some getting some warmth in us and you complain that I only interview you after you lose games Yep, and you have just won. I, I I lose every game I play on streams, <laughs> and uh, people only want to interview me after I've lost. So, have you, <laughs> so have you ever, I've, I've just won. So have you ever won a game on stream? Ever? No, no. <laughs> uh, and I've been streamed enough times that, um, yeah, it normally means I'm on the top table and I'm playing something really good. So uh, you're going to refuse refuse streaming from now on. Refuse streaming from now on. Seems fair enough. Yeah. So who are you playing? Uh, I've just played John Guns. John Guns Abyssals? John Guns Abyssals, yeah. Very punchy Abyssals. Very, very punchy Abyssals. So, yeah, interesting game. I had a terrible turns one through three. Yeah. 
um, like putting gore riders into units and, and, and not killing them and uh, my flea bag riders didn't do anything with their shooting to weaken them before the gore riders went in so yeah. it's just like ugh, just really irritating uh, and then John rolled a double one which balanced it all back out what was a double one on a gore rider or? Uh, it was a double one on a crusher which I'd combi charged um, with gore riders into his despoilers in the previous turn yeah. so his obvious plan was to overrun through and get get both units yeah. but he, he double won the, the, the crusher um, and so then it was bad times from then on from, for John really so it was a big mess in the middle um, and uh, yeah I managed to, to pull off some sneaky V2 shenanigans which you can't do anymore in, in, in three um, so he had a nimble unit of uh, the Halequins and I was trying to run away with my quadron wing slasher at 10 inches a turn to try and, you know, just get, get, token, get away, yeah. get, get, get away with the token. Um, and so I had to charge with the war drum yeah. to get um, to get him. Uh, and he was sort of just over 50% on the hill when I did that. Right. So I stuck my flagger directly behind my war drum to push him back one so inch. So he bounce. Yeah, so he bounced back and went off the hill. How abusive. So, yeah, very abusive. Um, but uh, hey-ho. Um, after all the bad luck I'd had in the game, um, yeah, you know, Mate, it, I, I, I felt like I had to resort to that sort of uh, filth to uh, <laughs> to, to, to manufacture something. Yeah, <laughs> push the victory through. And, and people often forget that the war drum um, can charge. Yeah, and and they often think oh, it's just like it's just a unit's going to sit there, but actually it's not. It's not shabby in a charge. Um, I mean, it's not going to solo anything. I mean, I've finished units off with it where you know they're badly damaged, and I've got unlucky with the nerve check previous turn, and and then ah, screw it, I'll just send the war drum in one more wound, and yeah, and I'm laughing. So, um, so at the end of game four, how are you sitting in terms of wins losses? Uh, two wins, two losses. Um, obviously, I was on stream twice yesterday, so I lost both of those games. <laughs> of course, um, that's, that's the reason. But, uh, to Simon who. Um, managed to shoot off my uh, units with the carrying tokens. It's just Simon Heaney from Scotland. Simon Heaney from Scotland, yeah. Um, the King of Scotland. The King of Scotland. Um, I mean, the thing is, the whole thing's weighted in his favour this weekend because it's freezing cold in here, so he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's acclimatised to the conditions being all the way out there in the north. Whereas you're from Barmy, Bristol. I'm um, from Barmy, Bristol. The, the uh, yeah, the warmth. The warmth um, of Bristol. I was just talking to Nick Davies, uh, who is, of course, Welsh native, but lives in Bristol. Yeah. Do you play Nick relatively regularly? Yeah, yeah. Um, back when that other game was a thing, Nick used to live literally opposite my house. So, um, so yeah, we used to we used to play quite a lot. I've known Nick for a long time, and um, good to see him making his first Masters. Yeah, uh, he's, he's not had a great tournament. He's not had a great tournament. I made the mistake of saying, do you not normally come up against kind of opponents of this standard? He went... Matt, Matt James does live in. I'm like, oh yeah, but he's not that good. So. Oh, okay, yeah. So, I mean, Nick's won tournaments in Bristol before, but the thing is, his list is all punch. It's really, yeah. It's, it's all punch, and I don't think he's got necessarily like enough unit strength or enough chaff this weekend that can get those punchy units to operate in, in ideal circumstances. So, He's paid a lot of points for something that needs to be proactive, and he's having to be reactive with it. Yeah. Um, still, he is a he is a very good player, and I think he from chatting to him last night uh, and from just talking to him then about his game where he rolled four double ones. Yeah. Um, I think yeah he he wasn't expecting to win the tournament, but I think he can count himself a little bit unlucky to a. To be on uh, what is it? Uh, three losses and a draw. Yeah, um, unfortunately so. So, so yeah. Um, but hey, first Masters for him. You know, he's, he's done well to qualify. And um, yeah, I think I think we're all having a good weekend. So uh, that's that's uh, that's the main thing, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So tell me a little bit. So, um, so obviously your rules committee yep. had a big influence on, on for my on sins. Yeah, <laughs> version three. Um, how many rules committee members are there? It's five. Right? There's five of us, yeah. Um, three of us based over here in the UK. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, two of our colonial friends um, who, are, who are also uh, on the rules committee. So um, over there, it's uh, Jeff Swan and Jason Norman. Yeah. Um, over here, you've got myself, Chris Morris, and Dan King. Nice. So um, talk a little bit. So we're talking about um, Nick's list there, the Varangal list. Mm-hmm. Um, how does the. So um, Northern Alliance, obviously, is now. So Varangal are a theme list of Northern Alliance. Yeah. Tell me the differences, kind of, in your mind as the kind of designer of some of those units, how that kind of sits. So, um, Varanger, basically Varanger from V2, almost. Um, there were, were obviously some changes we needed to make um, in line with what was asked of us. So, Varanger get the, the Mounted Sons, um, they get 
uh, the Fallen, and they get a couple of the sort of classic units uh, that, that you're used to seeing in Varen Gerdists. So I think they're a bit more, they've got a bit more speed about them, um, like natural speed, rather than relying on the wild charge. Yeah. But what Varen lack is, I think, that, um, that sort of grind ability, perhaps. It, it all depends on the build. I mean, there, there's, there's a lot of different builds with both armies, I think. So um, obviously Varen don't have the same shooting potential I don't think as Northern Alliance because the Icekin Hunters you know you've got the Frozen stuff with the Ice Elementals with Breath and a few other things like that but then but then on the flip side you know they've got Mages Conclaves and yeah. so it's it's there's a lot of different ways you can play both lists so Vanguard are faster but Northern Alliance I think they, they bring that range to, so if you have like a couple of hordes of Ice Elementals backed up by Pack Hunters that's yeah. yeah so we were very conscious that when we were given the initial list of Northern Alliance units, um, it was all sort of stuff that has been made for Vanguard, and the only cavalry unit there was like the Frostfang cavalry. Yeah. And we were looking at it and thinking, damn, like the fastest thing in this army, unless it's a Chimera, is like speed seven. Yeah. And so we were looking at that and thinking, wow, like that really doesn't, you know. It's not going to make a competitive So army. then we made like, I think the Snow Fox is a speed 10. Yeah, and they're um, really good. And a few other things. So um, to, just so that they've got that. Um, that ability to get Alpha Strike with their key units by uh, trading pieces essentially um, I'm going to trade my cheap pieces for your expensive ones um, and by using snow foxes and, and things like that to, to gum up the enemy basically yeah. uh, and then get the big hammers the big nasty things in there like Huskarls and, and things like that uh, and that's also where the Wild Charge um, special rule so it's, it's almost their army wide special rule yeah. even though we don't technically have army wide special rules in V3 that's the army-wide special rule. <laughs> for them. Um, it was kind of invented for them and then kind of hybridised across other uh, It wasn't necessarily invented for them. We invented it because we wanted... Um, so Manticast us to bring in some random charges because uh, it was something some people wanted in the community. Um, not sure why that was the case, but we felt like the best way to manage it was like to add a plus one just to the charge or like do a D3. Um, and we obviously didn't want any sort of like complication with it with uh you know failed charges or any kind of mechanic like that so it's roll a d3 and then you can decide what you're doing that turn um so that was originally going to be on like berserker style units that are or or like monsters that aren't necessarily controlled or you know um out of control ridden yeah out of control mad units hence the name wild charge um and hence how it's a little bit unpredictable and then yeah it's, so that's where it started and then we realised actually there were other units that I mean the, the whole thing with Northern Alliance is they are a little bit barbarian anyway aren't they you know with, yeah. with, with their units and, and a little bit crazy um, so it, it made sense to give it to them both from a sort of fluff standpoint and from a game mechanics and balance standpoint I think I, I well. love playing Wild Child. I think it's really because A you, your opponents sometimes forget and B it adds that kind of risk so you can think well You've got there, you could charge up to 15, but I really need to be 14 away, so I'm just going to, I'm mm-hmm. going to take that risk and yeah. have that little bit more fun and kind of uh, wildness. Some more careful players might not play that way, but... It's definitely something to consider. Um, it, it definitely makes you think a little bit more, uh, and that's always good in a game where um, the rule itself isn't complex or uh, difficult to understand, but at the same time it makes you think and it adds an, an extra element yeah yeah cool so what's your what's your army plans for version 3 so far where, where are you uh, going so I'm still working on my kingdoms and men um, knights, knights, knights 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 so at the moment it's knights 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 <laughs> knights knights because uh, it's great fun to play um, not great just, fun to play against but uh... Uh, yeah, no 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 I've had people say you know it's good fun um, because kingdoms and men knights they're not you know they're not mounted sons. They're yeah, not, you know, yeah, they're not that that storming, level. But I can run a lot of them. Yeah. Um, my trouble with those lists is if I come up against stuff that's faster than me. So, because I've spent all my money on speed, all my points on speed. Yeah. Um, speed eight, are they? The speed eight across the board. Obviously, bit haste on one. It gets me to speed nine. But if I come up against the all Elohi, yeah. Then so so I've put Pegasus heroes and um, uh, mounted scouts and things like that in to try and mitigate that. So. It's always a very challenging list to play, um, and it obviously reliant entirely on thunderous charge. So I try and put as much bane chant in the list as possible. Yeah, yeah. But once that momentum stops, I, I really need to keep the momentum going with the list. So it's a lot of fun to play. It's a glass hammer list, isn't it? In a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, yeah. Um, 
So I've I've got that army now. Now it suffer a lot from um, phalanx as well. Yeah, entirely, entirely. Um, so someone posted the other day, what what how are you going to deal with phalanx? And so, so I put more knights into it. <laughs> I've, I've got more <laughs> knights, more yeah, knights. <laughs> yeah. Whereas before I maybe put one or two regiments of knights in. No, no, no. I'll put three in though, yeah. um, if I can. Uh, hopefully one in the flank as well. I was only joking with, with that with that assessment, but hey, I mean, if, if that's all I've got, that's all I've got. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it will be a challenge to play that list. So I would like to expand the army because I quite like humans in fantasy. I like the idea of the the humans going up against all these you yeah, know cra- race, yeah. crazy races and, 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 and things like that. So um, I am going to work on like bowmen and men at arms types type things and yep. get some fanatics in there as well nice. um, probably use some mantic miniatures for that um, I've also got my mantic raccoon army yep. so we're in the same camp there we so are we go raccoon we we've been discussing a list mine's well. sort of 50-50 old company and, and mantic um, but I can run a near enough a minus a couple of heroes I think an all mantic yeah. raccoon army it's not very optimal but it's a lot of fun um, Good to whack it on the table. Yeah, and I've got my orcs as well, so I'm pretty settled with my orcs. Um, a few things have changed in the list, so there's been a lot of noise, isn't there, from certain. I think orcs are still great. I think orcs are fantastic army. I don't. Uh, really so, strong synergy. So at the moment, you've got some people on online saying orcs are terrible, but those are the people that generally sort of relied on the here's three hordes of trolls, here's a drum here's a load of god speakers all buffing their heel from it and it's just like those are the same people that were crying out for make trolls regular sorry you like we couldn't do both like yeah. we couldn't just make because all orcs do then is just take a troll army and it just becomes silly um so they wanted regular trolls they they got regular trolls but but it had to come with that caveat of yeah. sorry the trolls aren't now getting buffed by the drums and, and the god speakers so people who played that list are really gonna you know um, have those gripes and I understand that um, however there are other ways to play the list so neither me or Sam Barker who are the two orc players here today have trolls or god speakers in our list yeah you've got an orc pure orc pure orc uh, well I say pure orc I've got goblin allies but hey that's thematic um, they're all they're all green um, so yeah uh, and also I've got my um I'm not going to be able to do that with the Fleabag Rider Sniff Allies. I might do normal Fleabag Riders because they don't have yellow bellied anymore. Yeah, they're just as So good. I might run those. Or I might just use them as Skullcate Riders. I might just do, do that. Um, but the other thing, some people have seen them. I've got... Um, I was using them as Tortured Soul Allies in V2. Yeah. Uh, so I've converted up some Gore Riders with wings. So they're flying pigs. Um, I like that. I love flying so, pigs. So I try, if I'm doing allies, I try and make them fit. You know, the, the look at my army. I hate it when people turn up and they're like, "These are my tortured souls," and I've got Ratkin, and they just look really nothing. Weird, they, right? It just doesn't look like the two things are the same. So I try and make them if look. You use allies, you want it to be thematic. Yeah, and obviously, then it does result in me telling my opponent, you know, they are allies. You know, right. but I'm, I'm always conscious to make sure that they understand that. I like the idea of um, getting rid of allies altogether and having you can buy mercenaries, so you can buy okay. that, the stuff you want to kind of balance out your army so having like a mercenary list which you could then choose units from which weren't their own army list yeah maybe a slow price price premium on them Um, so one thing I really like about allies is say if I wanted to start a night stalker army yeah right I'd play orcs and I want to do you know actually I'm potentially doing a orcs of nature army because I've started because I'm now using the air elementals yeah um, instead of the tortured souls with my flying pig models, right? So I've actually converted up another one, and I've done. I like. I've, I've green stuffed. Um, like I've got a horn off of a, a kit, another kit, and I've slapped it on the face of a um, of a gore, right? And I've made it look like they've strapped the horn on, and I'm calling it a unicorn. <laughs> uh, so, um, <laughs> so I've got the potential to then build on that and, and start so it's like another a way of starting army. New armies yeah, so I really like that. Um, there's people who might want to do it for fluff reasons I think with the amount of irregular we've slapped on things um, you know generally it's stuff like Elohi and things like that that you'd see commonly taken as allies yeah um, it reduces the ability to to, to really abuse it yeah um, that said we're at the Masters this weekend and I'm the only player with allies yeah everyone else has taken everyone else has gone pure so I can I guess, see eyeing lunch Matt while we're talking I'm so. not eyeing lunch actually I'm just eyeing a group <laughs> of people coming over this way I'm not actually that hungry we had a big breakfast this morning right, so, right, right, sorry. So, so we're all good 
Um, so I've got like I'm hobby wobbling at the moment. I, I've got three projects on the go. Yeah. And it's a new edition, and I'm like, I can do this now. I can do this now. I can do this now. And although I've known what's coming for a while, yeah, everything was obviously subject to change right up until the book got so sent. You didn't off. want to kind of go all in. I've moved house as well during all this, so hobby space. You know, everything's been in boxes and stuff like that. Yeah. But now I'm settled and and I'm in the new house, and I can get my hobby stuff out again. Yeah. And we're now everything's in black and white in the book yep. confirmed. Um, none of the other rules committee members can throw a spanner in the works by all saying no we, uh, we we don't want you to do that and, and I'm halfway through building a unit so I waited um, until the book was uh, you know published before yep. I, I started anything um, and so yeah I've got loads of stuff to do not enough time to do it all um, it's a good place to be you've got a couple of years now of a, of we'll have a, we'll have a few years of, of E3 um, obviously yeah, there will be future Clash of Kings books there'll be expansions there'll be campaign books and stuff like that um, I'm sure yeah. as things go on obviously we don't know the details of that yet but I'm sure Mantic have something in mind for in us plans, yeah. yeah yeah so I'm sure we'll, we'll be finding out soon what we're, we're expected to work on next um, so that'll, that'll be the next challenge but right now it's just nice to have it all done yeah um, the fruits of your labour Uncharted Empires is out the core rule books out and I think it's tells yeah. you a lot, but thank you a lot. Thank you so much for all the work you do because it is unpaid work and it is, you know, yeah. really valued. Now, yeah. you, you take a lot of shit. Um, we give it as well, though. <laughs> you do, mate. Uh, we, 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 you know, ultimately, I think um, a lot of the feedback that we've got on Uncharted Empires has been one of two ways. Some people think it's great. Other people are upset about the units that aren't in there. Um, I can completely understand that and appreciate that. Um, however, what we've tried to do is when we, where we've been, um, we weren't necessarily asked to remove units. We were just given a list of, of what what should go in. Yeah. Um, so what we what we tried to do was make sure that there was something in most in as many cases as possible where if you've got a unit and it's on this size base or it's this type of unit, you know, there'll be something similar. It might not necessarily be called the same thing. Yeah. But you'll have something similar, um, and, and we've tried to do that for most units. Obviously, there were a couple where we couldn't quite manage that. Yeah. So, um, and I think a lot of the, the negative stuff I've seen from Uncharted Empires uh, feedback has been from people who don't have the book yet. So they've just seen on on a, uh, one of the army specific groups, such and such unit is gone. Yeah. But they haven't actually looked at the 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 whole of the army. The whole of the army list and gone. Actually, I could use that. There's a lot of stuff. So Matt Hobday's thread. Go and search it on Facebook if if you're listening to this. Look for Matt Hobday's thread um, where he's basically put a thread up of post a picture of your unit that you so say can't use anymore or is not in the book. And we'll tell you what you can use it for. So there's been some really great suggestions on there um, from people who do have the book. And I think that that goes a long way to, um, you know, making feel, people feel a little bit more comfortable about, about where we've ended up with Uncharted Empires. Yeah. So um, I'm really positive about it. Cool. No, and so, and so am I. I went through because I, I obviously had the list a bit early um, yep. from Ratkin. So and did I, I finally, yeah? Yeah, you, you wrote it. Um, and I understand you kind of go through a little bit of a grieving process where you've loved an army or you loved a unit. And if that unit has changed or isn't there anymore, you kind of you feel a little bit, a little bit of grief having lost it. But having looked at it, and and having had several patient conversations with some people who knew more than me, you you start to see the synergies in this, and you start to see how strong they can be. And actually, it's a whole new world. It's quite trust me. I've I've been there. But the thing is, us guys on the rules committee, we like you say, you go through the stages of you know, oh my god, yeah, stages of acceptance. And we sort of came to accept these things six months ago, so we're a little bit further down the line than yeah. um, some of the guys who are seeing it for the first time now. And of course, you know, we've, we're obviously all in a group chat where we discuss things and, and uh, you know, talk about different things for the, for the new book. Um, and it's always like nervous, it makes me nervous when I see a message from one of the other members of the rules committee and it's like, yeah, we should totally nerf this unit. It's a unit I really like. And everyone else is like, yeah, 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 I should agree. Like, agree that this uh, unit should be nerfed or changed or whatever. And then I'm like, no, it shouldn't be. <laughs> my you know? unit that I love. So we do have these discussions amongst ourselves. You know, we're, we're never really unanimous on anything, but we do have a, a five-man um, rules committee. So, you know, we, we go with where the majority sits. Um, and I think we get some, some good results there. 
Um, uh, and, and we're all pretty reasonable individuals, and so we can all compromise. So if I think, if, if I see the others and they're saying, you know, we should nerf this unit into oblivion, and I'll come back and say, well, actually, guys, let's be reasonable. You, you know, I agree, it should be nerfed, but maybe not as much as you're suggesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, so, so we, we do try and. Um, find a middle ground. Find a, not necessarily even a middle ground, but we try and find what's balanced for the game. And we all respect each other's opinions, uh, and we all work really well as a team. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's good fun to be a part of. It's good fun to see, you know, everything um, from the ground up, if you like. So we started V3 about a year ago now. Yeah. Um, and so to see it out, to see the, the beautiful book that Mantic had produced and see our names in it. And all that, it, it, it Very yeah. rewarding. rewarding. Yeah, it, it is rewarding. Um, and so we, we get our books a little bit early uh, from Mantic. Um so we get that first sort of like yeah here it is and I get to enjoy that for a week before everybody else gets it and, <laughs> and, and takes a huge dump on it online so um, at least we get that, that week's grace period where we can just sort feel of feel good about life yeah feel good about life marvel at the book um, and yeah yeah just kind of a, take, take that um, for what it is you anyway know? I'm hungry let's get some lunch you're not hungry I'm so hungry man you're not hungry cheers buddy Oh, so I have nabbed John Quayle. Huh. Hi, John. How you doing? Yeah, nabbed me. Get me near the heater. Get yeah, near the heater. I've got your override heater. <laughs> I've bribed you with some heat. So we last talked to you after Battlemasters, mm-hmm. when ironically you were the only player to have beaten Tom Robinson's seven dragon list. Yeah. So have you? So you put your uh, Basileans today? Yep. Basilean net list. <laughs> net list. Elohi, 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 and then some more Elohi, right? No, I've got, I've got a wizard, you know, and a wizard as well, and, and some girl panthers. They're pets. They you know, are pets running around. You've got full Elohi. You've got Julius this time as well. You've yeah, got yeah. them all in. So three hordes of Elohi because uh, losing a horde of Elohi in, uh, in previous editions meant I was I was yeah. quite low. I quite, felt quite vulnerable. Um, so you need so another one. I need another horde. And then <laughs> I thought I haven't taken Julius, so you know it's the last hurrah for second edition. Let's get Julius in there as well. Yeah, get them all in. Get them all in, and you know, hope that I don't face a dragon list. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you doing in terms of win losses so far? This is at the end of game four. We're just about to start game five, but I've stopped you from starting game five. Um, I mean, the first two games, um, I got a couple of uh, decent wins, um, and then I ended up playing Tom. And for whatever reason, um, I forgot how to play Kings of War. Yeah, um, yeah, that happens. Some, made a couple of uh, pretty big mistakes, um, like allowing a, a unit of um, wraiths to to land behind my uh, Julius and surge into the back. Ouch! Completely forgot that they had the two turns with the fly. I mean, I was like, I, you know, I, I take Empire of Dust as like my second army. That's and I'm going, <laughs> uh, surge, it doesn't matter. It doesn't how matter does anymore. surge work? I don't understand. Uh, so yeah, I lost badly. I mean, I, I killed a dragon and a unit of zombies. Um, it had to be said, I, I, even a Lohi going into the front of a, a unit of zombies double wand them. So you know, I mean, these, these are the same Lohi can take on a dragon and kill him in one shot. But yeah. no zombies. Jesus, oh, smell! Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Get away! Oh, what are we doing here? So, so you lost to Tom. Tom is now he's he's a four and zero. He's flying away with it, I think. He's quite literally flying away with it on yeah, Dragon. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I think he needs to take a 20 nil to lose uh, Asus at this point. Oh, he can't get a nil, can he, on his sister? So as long as he gets one point. I, I think, think he needs to lose, heavily, heavily lose. But he does have to have news against them. Uh, it's Elliot, isn't he? He's playing now. He's playing Elliot, yeah. Yeah, so how are you? Um, how are you feeling about Masters and Hole? Are you pleased with the performance? Do you think it's all right? Uh, you know, I'd, I'm happy with the um, three other games. This yeah. is one game that counts. You know, well, make three, mistakes. Three wins and a loss means you. You know, everyone else has lost once as well. Yes, There's nobody yeah. who hasn't lost, so you can still I'm podium. Still, I'm still going for the uh, the second place. I've got I've got a chance on there, but yeah. I'm playing you now a tribe of realm list, which is going to be it's going to be tricky. It's all the ensnare. Simon. Yeah, yeah, Simon. He, but everything you have hit from three, so you still got that. Yeah, if he starts. Messing around in the wood, right? Um, then I'm, I'm going to have to play the long game. Um, and he's got the siren, can shut down shoots, can shut down flying. Yeah, and I keep forgetting. I go, I put myself, I'm out of charge range, and then all of a sudden the siren turns up and goes, pulls him directly towards me. And then, well, no, you can't get out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm going to have to charge and ensnare a horde in the wood. And you go, God damn it! Ensnare a horde, you don't. I, I don't like them. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> Not a fan. That's a fool. Cool. Well, um, I better let you get to your fifth game. Yep. Thanks very much. Briefly. Um, I hopefully, hopefully it'll be win, but we'll see. We'll see. Good luck to you. Cheers, buddy. Well, I am joined by Mr. Tom Robinson. Hello, friend. Hello. How are you doing? 
I do sometimes talk to you not in an interview context, but it's not. I've actually talked yeah. to you more in an interview context than a yeah. normal conversation. That's how our conversations go now. We we just talk in interviews. <laughs> just have an interview. Yeah. Hey, so tell me about Steve just in the So you've <laughs> We're just at the pub, Steve. Stop. <laughs> so you've just um, just swatted uh, one of your best friends. Yeah. Well, super language. I'll start that again, Rob. So you just beat him one of your best friends. Yeah, <laughs> I did try him. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was. Uh, he took it well. It was not a good match for him. Yeah. So is this because Nick said um, he didn't think you were going to win the tournament that you decided just to take it in hand and show him exactly how to win a tournament? Uh, I didn't. You know, I played probably the five people I played are probably the, the best players here. Mm. You feel you had a decent. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't exactly supposed to have had an easy time, but. That list uh, is very, very forgiving. Having multiple spare dragons is yeah. quite nice. <laughs> I was watching the game and seeing um, Ellie just had to get one bad roll, or one roll that didn't quite spike the way he needed, yeah. and then another horde's dead, another horde's dead. Another just, horde's it, dead. The problem is it cascades. Um, as soon as something goes wrong, with the amount of dragons I've got and the amount of maneuverability I've got, it just, things just turn around there. You open up so, so many more sight lines on a little bit of good luck that you just... It, You've got a cascading effect of yeah. when it starts to go wrong, it really starts to go wrong against my list. And you double sixed his uh, men at arms. But he had a decent chance. If he could have punched through on your top, mm. got all his regiments and hordes across, that's enough unit strength to potentially draw or even win if he takes yeah. out a dragon. And then you double sixed her. <laughs> and poor Elliot. He's going to be stuck there for a while, but that just. That, that, was, that was game. And then you're right about being forgiven because for a laugh, and it was for a laugh, you decided to uh, railgun your Wraith Regiment yeah. into the rear of some below you hindered. You did it. You only did two surgeries. Two surgeries or three surgeries? It was three out of four of them. I had another, I had another eight surgeries there. And you'd already gone 22 inches across the <laughs> Ridiculous. But then you only did four damage yeah. and bounce. Yeah. And then it's like, it, right, I'm going to... It's job done at that point. It, you know, it's stuck there. It's, it's going to die next turn anyway. So yeah. It's now so can, all those surgeries are now looking at the other high from the... You know, you're the high thoroughly surrounded by... Uh, big dragon and he didn't, uh, didn't count the charge the counter charge didn't kill him no eh, it's an ask it's racing it they're hard to kill yeah yeah. so this even is the end with them even with the, the can opener a lot can opener a lot higher hard. what's scary about watching you is you're so fast how much thought do you put into it are you just playing by instinct now do yeah. you plan it out in your head how, how do you do that yeah, you generally know what your army's going to be doing like next the turn after that anyway. You plan to well your opponent's playing for what you're going to do and then you generally know what he's going to do. If you force him to make certain decisions, you know he's going to do it. Yeah. So you know in turn, right, my unit's going to be roughly here, here, here. And you know roughly where you're going to be two or three turns down the line. Yeah. You say you as if that's what happens to everyone. It's not, just mm. so you know. <laughs> I've been quite a lot of time thinking about, I don't really know what to do right now. But I think that's, that's kind of why if you'll forgive me for blowing smoke up you you know that's why you're so good and people like you are so good is because you can have that ability to think ahead mm. and you've got the strength you know what you want to do because your army is designed to do it and so really it's just reacting to things in a different way if things don't go your way maybe yeah I do tend to take off a lot of time because with the nature of the dragons being so maneuverable as they are if, you, if something goes slightly wrong in one place you've got a contingency for a dragon to move across like my uh, central ancient revenant the, uh, the red one that one didn't really do anything the entire game. All it did was run up and down and scare Elliot's yeah, units, so he had to react. Yeah. And when you've got spare dragons, you can do that. You can do that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this bit, um, it's opposite of playing Danzis, where he only had to, and he couldn't afford to waste them, and they were both sat on a flank together doing nothing for most of the game. Yeah. While the rest of my dragons were running rampant in the middle. How mean did it feel, stripping away down King's Dream? Uh, Not as mean as you think. <laughs> no. So, is there, oh no, he, got, he got me the last Masters, it was my turn this time. Mm. I, wasn't, I didn't at any point in any of these games feel like I was no, risking anything. I think it's fair enough. But you've, you've taken you know, a reasonably unserious approach to this competition yeah. and you've come on top, which is... That's the nature of Masters. Like, it, it's not as... People think it's a lot more hardcore than it actually is. But it's actually quite chill. Yeah. Actually quite chill. So you um, still, I mean, still play well, but you're not... Has it been painful keeping playing version 2 this long? Or you enjoyed it because you've been able to run this like this? Yeah, I've enjoyed it, yeah. yeah. This was the last four rounds. This was a, like a heads up to the rules committee why you should not allow Undead to be able to field the, the, some of the cheapest, most effective unlocks in the game alongside the cheapest, most effective dragons in the game. Yeah, so instead we've got Morgoth and you can have three uh, Lich Kings, all do, of which we fly and 
yeah. It's Undead. Undead have always been one of the best, and they're always going to be one of the best. They're very strong. So, what's your plans for version three? Is it Abyssals is your is your bag now? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm for a bit. I've still got a lot of Abyssals, and I'm building a Northern Alliance army. Okay. Still a bit sure. like I have eighty clansmen that need to be uh, assembled and painted. Uh, <laughs> Are you? You're not going to strong looking, tone then. You're going to paint not looking forward to that. That might have been done properly. It's not going to be a zombie job, which is dip and dip and strong tone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. watching you as a zombie regiment died you literally frisbeed it into a box yeah well it's, it's the bag of zombies 10 pound for 100 zombies bag so I mean who cares <laughs> ridiculous the base in the army costs more than it did to actually buy the uh, zombies so. yeah and I know that um, the other guys on, on Challenge Charge want to know that you know, any further along in your plans to go over to America to challenge some of the guys over there yeah I was looking at Lone Wolf I'm not I'm in the middle of a lot of different stuff, uh, looking to get a new job, looking around a house. It's a lot going on. A lot to, uh, going on. Add on top of it, a uh, trip to America. Yeah. When I'm, it's not. When it's I'm not already, cheap. I'm saving for. Uh, you need to win bits. one, Tom. I've heard it's cheaper if you uh, win a trip to America in a Clash of Kings. Yeah, I think it did a Clash of Kings this time. I was in centre packs and a hot tub <laughs> drinking instead. So. <laughs> Don't try to pretend that centre parks is cool than going to Clash of Kings. It's pretty cool. Right? <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. It's good if you don't go with kids, maybe. It's maybe my yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bunch of, of grown-ups. It's, you know... It's much better. You want a drinking holiday rather than playing. Maybe next year. Next year's your year. Yeah. Down in Wales. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, me, and, me and Nick have an agreement. I win it, he wins it. I win it, he wins it. And unfortunately, he didn't go this time. Well, no, he did go. He just... He, Play for the moon he did go. He played for the Moonraker. He's he wearing a waistcoat, which is yeah. why he lost. That's right? why he lost. He had the Moonraker curse. <laughs> he ruined it for everybody, really. He just, ruined uh, it for everyone. I've got to come back and win the next year. And you are now the only member of Northern Kings that I haven't played. And I know yes. you've been making threatening gestures in my. Yes, um, very threatening. Giving, giving me quite nasty looks. Yeah, I've been giving you the eye. You have. And I thought, I thought you were coming on to me and I was quite excited, but then I realised actually you wanted to beat me on the table. Yeah. Um, it won't be a contest, but we do need to make it happen when. Because you live up in Leeds and I'm down in Birmingham, but at some point I will come up there and I promise yeah. we can uh, get, it, get it on, so to speak, on the tabletop. Yeah. This is quite uncomfortable. Yeah. Cool. It's getting a bit homoerotic. <laughs> a little bit. I don't mind. You don't mind? No, I don't mind either. All right, mate. It's good to talk to you. And congratulations. Yeah, again. Thank you very much. Second time you came master? Yes. Second time. So it's, he's been, you've been you came master twice. Josh got it. Josh Fletcher won it first. Yeah. I won it second. Then Adam. Padley won it third, and then I got it. And then you got it the fourth time. And next year, both you and Padley be back in contention. Uh, I don't know. Padley's obviously got, he's got a kid now. He's so got, he's soft. He's got he's, he's, yeah, gone soft. he's gonna lose his touch. He's gonna go a bit mental. Apparently, lost to Nick's Night Stalkers as well. So yeah, very badly. Yeah. All right. Anyway, cheers, buddy. Good, thanks. All right. Now we're in the car home. I'm with Simon. How you doing, Simon? Hello, I'm here again, yeah. Here again. So how was your first Masters? Tiring. Cold and tired. Very cold. We talked a lot about how blooming freezing century was. Yeah. Um, I won a few games, so I'm happy. Yeah, so what was your? how did you come out? What was the end result? Uh, one, two, lost, three. Two and three. So what was your final placing out of 16? Don't know, didn't see. <laughs> didn't see, somewhere in the middle. Yeah, middle-ish. Maybe Mid- bottom half of the group, but middle-ish. Yeah, so how did the... Did you manage to... Did your Abyssal Dwarves perform the way you wanted them to? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. A um, bit of bad luck in places. Uh, the armies that had high crushing were able to chew through my stone walls. Yeah. My Abyssal Golems. But, Obsidian Golems, I should say. But, yeah. I learned to use the dragon at the end. Oh, you learned by the end of the game? Well, that's useful. By the end of game five of Masters, you worked out how to use yeah, the only I dragon in your list. <laughs> yeah, so you didn't... Um, didn't have to face Tom this time. So you lost no. your first match against John Guns. Yeah. And you John lost Guns. the second one against... Um, George. George Kirsch. George Nightstalkers. Yeah, yep. George's Nightstalkers. City Nightstalker list. Small regiments and, and loads of them. Yep, so there was a, a lot of piercing range stuff in there yeah, as well, wasn't uh, there? Mind screeches. Mind screeches. The, the 12 attacks, shift yep. him, piercing three, ridiculous. Piercing three. Piercing away, got a horde of term, yeah. So one horde of term just got taken off. But then... Game three, you pulled it back? Yes, against Andy Marshall. So Andy's Andy nice stalkers. He didn't quite have the right strength to kill my uh, golems. He had lots of flying phantoms, didn't he? Yeah, but no, not with much crushing. Right. So I was able to take on that and beat that. Yep. And then uh, game uh, four, so the first game today, you, you were against Nick Davis's Varanger. No, that was the fifth game. Oh, that was the fifth uh, game, was it? Fourth was... 
Rob, Rob Phipps. Oh, so that was the Abyssal Dwarf. Ah, this the is the world's dwarf, slowest yeah. match. Where it's uh, Abyssal Dwarf against Abyssal Dwarf. No. It was fast. We both had some faster stuff. Yes, we had Garnums, but you had faster stuff as well. Right. Uh, he had the first turn, I moved forward, he had to charge me, and from there I went downhill. <laughs> right, right. And he, to, to be fair, he did win the best in faction yes. Abyssal Dwarfs player. He knew, he knew the Dwarfs better than I did, and so I think it's fair he beat me. <laughs> and so then into the last one, so it was a. Uh, um, against uh, Nick Davis's Vanguard. So Nick, Nick ended up at the bottom. <laughs> He's 16th out of 16, poor guy. Yeah. Um, but he did win Best Army. So uh, that's yep. not bad. Which is very good. He deserved that. In fact, he won two prizes. He won Best Army and uh, the Wooden Spoon Prize, which was quite a big prize. I think... Um, so that's pretty good. Um, so you ended up um, a win against the Vanguard. So that's uh, pretty yep. impressive because they're quite punchy, aren't they? They are. He had less units, so I was able to survive the punch and hit back. Some bad luck on his part helped. Yeah. So overall, you pleased you came? Yes. Very pleased. <laughs> Some lessons to take away? So you're not doing a bit of dwarves next year for a version three, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, probably not. I mean they're very good at version three, but uh, I want to try a new army, so Yeah. Yeah. Not sure what yet, loads of options. Salamanders, trying realms. Lots of ideas. People are saying salamanders are pretty strong. I've, there's not they many are, salamander yeah. players around, but you've got a whole army, haven't you? That, um... Thanks to Warhammer Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that I want to give credit to Games Workshop in any way. <laughs> they are nice yeah. models. They are nice models. Cool. Anyway, well, thanks to thanks for being my uh, my tournament buddy, for keeping keep me comp- away, keep company in the car. Yeah, <laughs> although we're about to be blinded by the sun, which has decided to come out the cold winter's sun. And uh, on to next year. Let's see if uh, crack on and make it next year. Yeah, see if I can help you win as well. Don't forget, keep coming to charge in. Counter charge in! Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Counter Charge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.